Hello again, everybody. Welcome back to our community. Andy Thornton here with the Greater Peoria Family YMCA, who is a sponsoring agency for the Our Community podcast. Coming to you from the I've Decided Studios. Excited to be here. It's 2024. If you didn't know that, then you're behind by about 10 days. So, do you spend time talking to yourself or thinking about your limitations or failures? Do you have a burning desire to grow and become more successful? Well, if you're like me, that's why you're here today is because you want to get better. And today, my guests and I are going to spend some time talking about the importance of not only understanding, but expanding our individual capability. So with me today is Evan Jenkins. And Evan, you're not a stranger to this podcast or podcast, whatever it is that we're calling it. Yeah. But you've been yeah. here at least once, maybe twice before. This might be my, th it's either my third or my fourth one. I can't exactly remember which one it is. Welcome Thanks for back. having me. Yeah, I, I'm glad to be invited back. I'm happy to be to be here for sure, to kick off the new year. When, honestly, when you sent that email to me, I was kind of, I was so happy about it because I've been looking forward to 2024. And I was like, man, I need some sort of a positive kick there you go. To, to kick things off. And this is really good. When I saw the word was capability today, uh, immediately I was like, yeah, nailed it. Let's go. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah. Well, that's the one great thing about you. Whenever I reach out to you, you're like, I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. If you can be in, you're in. I don't know if that's a, I don't know if that's a fault of mine that I'm saying yes too often to things, but you I know. don't think it is because it helps me. You feel to see. I wouldn't be that's here important. if I didn't want to be here. I know, I'll say that. I know you would. And yeah. I appreciate that. So still with manpower, right? Yep. Talk a little bit about what that role is and what you do just for those who maybe don't know and yeah so manpower is a staffing agency throughout central illinois it's a global staffing agency but locally here we're, we're locally owned by a family uh seven offices regionally throughout central illinois peoria bloomington springfield decatur uh champagne mattoon and rantoul i hope i didn't forget one uh but i like to say i like to define what we do really simply we help people find jobs and we help companies find people. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Don't need to overcomplicate it. Hopefully we're introducing people to new career opportunities that maybe they wouldn't have otherwise had. Right. Yeah. You're bringing people together. That's, you know, matchmaker. That's a good That's thing. It. Yeah. That's a good thing. And there's a lot of people out there who I imagine are not quite sure what they want to do from a career perspective. And this is an opportunity for them to maybe explore different options. Yeah. That's a good way for him to do it. That's the way I got introduced into my career. I mean, I, I was a 22-year-old kid. Uh, I had worked at Lowe's. I had driven, I'd been in the lumber department working at Lowe's as the forklift guy. And I went into a staffing agency and they said, hey, we'd like you for this sort of a role. And I was like, man, I thought I was just going to go to Home Depot from Lowe's to Home Depot at the time. So being introduced to new opportunities is huge, huge for, yeah. for people that are in a transitional stage in their life. So 22 years old on a forklift. That sounds I really think scary. I was allowed to be there. Yeah, they yeah. certified. I think they certified. I'm sure, they do. They didn't. You know, I did okay. I had a hat. Well, what I think about when you say that is, what what would I have done when I was 22 on a forklift? It probably wouldn't have been safe because I wasn't the most responsible person when I was 22 years they, of age. If you visited one of those big box, you know, home stores, they have those gates there for a reason. That's right. You know, and carrying a big bunk of of you know four by four lumber. Mm it can be a little bit dangerous. Yeah, so it's risky. It may or may not have, have dropped once or twice, but no, never had any accidents or injuries were involved, so I'm happy to say that. Well, that's good. That's good. All right, let's jump into it. We're going to talk about the word capability 
And just to just to set the stage, the definition for capability is the ability a person or a thing has to do something, often referred to as capacity, right? What is your capacity? Um, Kim wrote a great article, as she always does, and we're going to talk about the seven ways to improve capabilities and overcome your beliefs and maybe your limited beliefs about yourself. Perfect. So the first one is... In order to do anything, you identify what those beliefs are, mm -hmm. right? So thoughts. Uh, when when you sent me the notes originally, <laughs> a ton went through my mind about capability. Sure. First of all, and I think the timing of this is perfect mm -hmm. because you know, new year, new you, set your resolution, set what your goals are. Maybe you're looking at a quarterly goal or something like that. But um, defining your beliefs, I thought of the little engine that could. Yeah. <laughs> right away. Uh, there were quotes that popped through my mind. I probably bored you with a bunch of quotes that I sent you. I think I can, I think I can, yeah. or um, all kinds of different things. But um, that's immediately what my knee-jerk reaction was, is to just set out what your intention is and determine right. what your goal is and, and yeah. you know look at it that way. No, no, and I think that's important. You have to, so identifying what you believe is critically important, but you have, you have to acknowledge it, right? You got to not only identify it, you got to acknowledge it, you got to believe it. And the purpose of identifying it, I think, is so that you can weed out, understand what's positive, what's negative, right? And weed out the things that are holding you back, mm -hmm. right? Because there are things, we all have that challenge, right? So um, you don't want your beliefs to be centered around negativity, mm -hmm. right? Negative, negative self-talk, self-doubt, those types of things. You want to be focused more on the positive yeah. of things. And I'm one of those people that believes that if, if, if you can talk positively about it, you can almost speak it into existence, yeah. right? You can yeah. give yourself a lot of courage just by building up your mm -hmm. own self-confidence. Or the flip side of that is you can talk yourself out of a lot of stuff too, because you can easily convince yourself that you're not good enough, you're not worthy, you're not capable, right? And that's really easy, and you've got to be able to remove that stuff from your from your mind and your, and your if, soul. And if you do that often enough, you're gonna that self fulfilling prophecy is gonna come true, right? Right. So, um, it's interesting. One of the things that I set out to do, and I've you know we're what we're ten days into the month, and I'm I'm, I'm ten for ten. I think we're you know we're more than ten days in. What is today? It is the tenth. I think it's the tenth. So I'm 10 for 10 on doing a little bit of journaling this year. Awesome. And it's been awesome for me. It's been great for me. One of the things that I'm doing on a daily basis is I'm writing down, like, what is my highlight of the day? Yeah. And that me That's doing awesome. that is, is to condition me to not think about the, the limitations or not think about what went wrong. Focus a little bit more on the positivity side of things, because I think that if I, if I write down all the things that went wrong for me today, mm -hmm. tomorrow I'd probably wake up a little bit more cynical. Yeah. I think that's great, and I'm right there with you. I started a thankful journal yeah. at the beginning of the year, actually before the beginning of the year. So I've been doing a, a daily Bible study with a good friend of mine who runs the YMCA. His name's Sam Brooks. He lives over in the Monmouth area. How you doing, Sam, if you catch this? But we decided that we were going to do hold each other accountable mm -hmm. as part of our study and share with each other every day three things that we're thankful for. That's I've awesome. been doing that for two weeks now. And yeah. that that's, I didn't understand 
how well that has benefited me. I, I wake up every day feeling more positive than I did before I did that. After right. doing that for two weeks now, and I'm thinking more positively and speak, reminding myself of the great things that are going on in my life. And don't get me wrong. Some days it's been a little bit hard to come up with things. Yeah. But you're being mindful of it. Right. But you're, you're being mindful. But of we it. can do yeah. it. And it's an intentional action, yeah. which I think speaks to this identifying your beliefs is you just got to put some energy into it mm -hmm. and, and talk about the positive more than the negative. Yeah. And hopefully eventually just root the negative out. Right. Yeah. Because exactly. there's always going to be challenges. We're always going to be faced with it. The bottom line is for me, it's about your perspective. Mm -hmm. And even in negative circumstances, we can find some positive mm -hmm. if we really look for it. Yep. So identify your beliefs and acknowledge them and then turn your focus towards those things that are, are positive in your life. Yeah. The other, the second step or the second strategy that Ken laid out would challenge those beliefs. Yeah. I, honestly, it, the, the word challenge for me is enough. I, we can pull words and do podcasts or do podcasts on, on just about any word. Right? Sure, challenge can. would be another one. But um, I think taking an opportunity to say, you know what, I'm going to try something new. Mm -hmm. I'm capable of being successful at trying something new. And I'm going to challenge whether or not I've got a limitation to do it. I'm just going to try. Mm -hmm. and, and that's kind of the idea. I like to say, you know, fail better. You know, do something and you fail and then you just fail better for the next time. And, you know, but the, the idea is that you actually, yeah, you, you step forward in that challenge. Yeah. I think that, I think that's good. And I think the other thing that's important to understand is every, everybody's dealing with this, you know, you're not alone, right? It's, it's easy to paint yourself in a corner or into a box and think that, you know, nobody's going to understand nobody. Nobody else is wrestling with this, but the fact is, is we've all got challenges, right? Right. We've all, but we have to really question as we start to identify those beliefs. And we kind of got into this um, inadvertently about the challenging piece of it when we talked about it, but mm -hmm. you got to question them. Right. And you got to make sure that you understand that they're coming from a real source. It's not just some fictitious thing you've made up in your mind or you've built up this, this demon or this enemy within you that's really not there. Yeah. And then once you start to understand that, I think it's easier for you to overcome it um, and remove it. Because oftentimes those beliefs that we have that are negative aren't really aren't real. Aren't actually true. Right. Exactly. The way I think that it's safe to say like we're our own, our own worst critic. Absolutely. And I'm going to judge myself differently than the way you judge me. And if I say, hey, Andy, I'm thinking about doing this. I might feel like I'm not capable of, of, of doing it. And you might be like, man, Evan, you're, you're ready to go. I think that you're way a step ahead of somebody else. So, um, you know, obviously we talk about things like support systems and having an advocate. I think that it's great that you are partnering with somebody to, you know, hold yourself a little bit more accountable yeah. for being grateful and um, getting somebody else's eyes on, on your journey is, is extremely beneficial. Yeah, I agree. hundred percent. Um, so let's move on then for the sake of time and talk about the next piece, which was shifting your mindset. And I know you got a quote you want to share. I'm full of them. I know you are. It's, it's a good it's, one though. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, who doesn't know this one? It's, it's Henry Ford. It's whether you think you can, or you think you can't, you're right. Yeah. 
And I know I started with the little engine that could, and now I'm doing back into the automotive deal. So I'm just dealing with things with wheels today. It's but, okay. Yeah. I, I think that that is so extremely true. Yeah. And recognizing, like we were just talking about, everybody has things that they're trying to accomplish or, or things that they feel like maybe they can, or maybe they're going to have a challenge with it. Shift your mindset, be positive about mm -hmm. it. If you are, you're more likely going mm -hmm. to, to be able to cross that finish line. Yeah. And most of the time, we focus on the the bad, right? Mm -hmm. The difficult, the the negative, the things that we can't do more so than the things that we can. And I think that's why this whole thankful journal thing that started just basically on a on a whim. Why it's so powerful is because you're you're thinking about the positive, mm -hmm. and when you think about the positive intentionally, it really changes your mindset. Yeah, I'll, I'll drink from that water. <laughs> Absolutely. So you, so you have to be intentional about it and you got to think about what does success look like, right? And, and visualizing success. Some of the most successful people in the world, and there's all kinds of books out there and all kinds. And I think about athletes a lot because I love sports. Yeah. That's what they do. They visualize their success before they ever get into the game. I coach my kids on that. My I, I coach soccer. One of the coaches... Uh, for a youth soccer program and when it comes down to like penalty kicks if we ever get to that yeah. you know, fun it's exciting you start to, to see somebody who might have a little bit of self-doubt right yeah. maybe the last time they were up they missed the penalty kick or, or it could be of anything so visualize it see it going in have a positive attitude shift your mindset into something to say I'm not going to miss or I'm afraid that I'm going to miss and just say I'm going to make it and here's something to do yeah 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 and, and when you think that way you're preparing yourself for the real battle, right? Right, And you've already thought through the scenarios, you've already mentally prepared yourself, so then you can just react. Mm -hmm. That's why it's so important to, to do that. Yeah. So we, then we wanna set realistic goals, right? And realistic goals, for me, when I think about this, I, I always go to SMART goals. That's SMART specific. Specific, measurable, action-oriented, results-focused, and time, and, and time bound. Yeah. yeah, they gotta have a time bound on them so you know that you can be successful. Yeah, yeah. I, I think those are critically important in order to give you a roadmap of how to, to achieve success. So, what, what are you thinking about for goals? Uh, um, I I was reading a book. One of the books that I read last year, and I don't read a whole lot of books. I wish mm -hmm. I, I needed to read more this year. But one of the books that I read is called The Third Door uh, by a young man. His name is Alex Benayan, mm -hmm. and he talks about some of the people that had positively influenced him. And he actually had a meeting with, I think he had a meeting with Warren Buffett. If he didn't have a meeting with him, then I, uh, we're just for the sake of the conversation, he had a meeting with him. He at least wrote about it. And at least, yeah, exactly. He wrote about it. Something struck him and, you know, he passed it on to me. And it was the avoidance list. Yeah. So goal setting. Here we are we're in the first quarter of 2024. Mm -hmm. Warren Buffett, um, and I don't want to speak for him, but it sounds like his his mentality on goal setting is create a, a, an avoidance list. So come up, write down 20 things that you'd like to accomplish this year. Okay. 20 things. And then after you get your list of 20 things, circle the top five, the five that are most important to you. Okay. Everything that's not on that circled list is now your avoidance list. And if you find yourself Forget spending time doing those things, then you're all you're doing is you're shifting yourself away from the top things that are important to you. Yeah. So 
I, I, that was really interesting because I was like, well, if I spend any time doing something that's a goal of mine, like, that's probably time well spent, right? right? So setting shorter term goals, a priority. yeah, it's a priority. And again, the numbers work themselves out. So if you if you set a list of twenty and you circle five, you got your first quarter to get that one done, right? To get those five done, and then by second quarter, you're ready for five. Yeah, and I think the important thing that you shared there is, you know, the fifteen that you remove aren't being removed permanently. No, you're just removing them until you finish, you know, the right. five or some some part of the five that you first set out to do, and then move on to the next. Yeah, and I mean, how so often? So it's kind of like you... biting the apple one apple one bite at a time, or right. how do you eat an elephant, right? Yeah, one bite at a time. How often too do we do we start projects and not finish them? No, all the time. All the time. Just My wife like reminds me of that. <laughs> so you too. Yeah. It's fun to be in good company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a great project starter. Bad project, especially when it comes to yeah. home improvement stuff, and that's because I don't have that necessary skill set. Yeah, but maybe I need to talk more positively about that. Yeah, but I think that too, with goals, also, you know, you don't have to have a lot going mm -hmm. on. I mean, you can, if you if you come up with one goal, that's better than zero. Goals. Absolutely. And nobody requires that list of twenty or the list of the top three things or anything like that. A number is just a number, but the idea is to be intentional about it. Mm -hmm. And to reflect on what's important to you, yeah, and and set yourself forward. That yeah, way. another part about goal setting, and I know this has come up before in prior podcasts and stuff. It's a, it's so critically important to celebrate victories, right? So and to also break down your bigger goals into smaller goals too, so that you can take some time to understand that you're having success, right. and you got to take time to reward yourself, reward your team, whoever it is you're working with. And really celebrate that because that just builds momentum and I think courage to continue to press forward. Yeah. I think that's critically important. And I think, I know for me, I've done this before too, is you, you get there, you do it, you check it off, you're moving on the next thing. You're not, you're not taking any time to reflect, any time to celebrate, reward yourself. Yeah. And I think that's really important. Well, hopefully with your gratitude journal, you can kind of write off some of those things and yeah. say, hey, I'm proud of myself for doing this today. Yeah. You know, I set out to do something and there it goes. And then I had some success. I hope so. I think one of my gratitudes is going to be the podcast today. Yeah. Evan showed up and helped me at the podcast. Check it out. Awesome. All, all right. So then we want to, Kim wrote about seeking support. Yeah. Um, and I think this is a real important piece. This gets talked about a lot, but who is it that you are including and bringing along in your journey and how are you utilizing those people? Yeah. That's really, really important for us. Yeah. You know, we, we learn as kids, you know, show me your friends, I'll show you your future. Yeah. Uh, and again, I hate just being spitting out other things that great things that other people have said, but it's good to be reminded of them too. Um, you know, that, that's, it's important. Surround yourself with somebody who wants to see you do well. Mm -hmm. And for some, with somebody who has positive talk about you and, and, and uplifts you rather than right. says, Hey, you know, Andy, I, I think it's, it's great and all that you're trying to do this, but you should really lower your expectations of yourself. Yeah. Like that's not good. I mean, that's a, that's a person to avoid mm -hmm. <laughs> probably. Mm -hmm. It might be somewhat helpful for you to recognize, you know, what your, you know, what, you need to accomplish and what possible challenges you might overcome. But if somebody is telling you that you're not capable in one way or another, that's a person to step away from at yeah. the moment, you know, yeah. or at least to not share something like that with. Right. And that doesn't, and you're not, you're not saying, or I don't want to speak for you. I don't think you're saying that 
you can't have people who are constructively criticizing or yep. encouraging you, right? You want people who have maybe a different viewpoint to yep. a certain extent or are going to challenge you to think about things a little bit differently. That's important. You can't just have a bunch of yes people. Right. Maybe. Accountability partners are, are, are very, very important. Yep. And somebody who isn't, you're right, you don't need a, a yes person. You definitely don't need a yes person, mm -hmm. but it needs to be somebody who also believes alongside of you mm -hmm. and who aren't, you know, just trying to, to give you the business and tell you what you th they think that you need to hear or somebody who um, may feel like they are less than mm -hmm. because you've done something right positive or right. you've done something that you set out to do. Yeah. So you shared with me before the show some of your thoughts in this space and something that you um, had wrote down really uh, spoke to me and I want to touch on it. Um, and, and you talked about the feeling of vulnerability by including others in your journal. And, and that's real. It yeah. is. It's real. Being vulnerable is hard. Um, but it's so important. I think we've talked about vulnerability before, probably, right? Because we're probably both a big word. tall guy. Yeah, it, it might have word. been a word last year or something. Um, it is. It, it's, it's tough to do as an adult. It's tough to do as a male. Mm -hmm. It's tough to do as a parent, yep. you know, to say that, you know, I, I might need some help with something, but mm -hmm. you know, getting some of that is so much better. Yeah. You well, know? and when you're doing that with people who are close to you and people who believe in you and have bought into supporting you, there's so much power right, in that experience of just opening up your heart, sharing it with others and allowing them to, pour into you yeah and it's not a negative thing at all it ends up being an inspirational thing not only for you but for the other people who are able to help support and, and guide in, in that in that process and it just deepens relationships right i i liked what i visual I, i'm a very visual person i like to visualize vulnerability as, as you know being on a sail on a sailboat okay right imagine yourself on a sailboat being vulnerable, having somebody else brought into what some of your goals are, some of the challenges that you're having, them as an advocate is just throwing up another sale, mm -hmm. right? That sale, that person is going to be there to help push you along a little bit further, a little bit faster, hopefully. Uh, it's just another tool yeah. for you. And that's what I, that's my visualization anyway. I don't know if that makes sense anyway. No, else, I like it. I visualize be vulnerable. <laughs> you're putting up another sale. You're only helping yourself move forward faster. Yeah. Just don't let it be an anchor. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, no anchors on the sailboats, only yeah. sails. Um, okay, so we got two more uh, pieces to talk about. The next one is growing through your setbacks. What do you think? Um, so I read Kim's notes here, and I know you're going to have some things to say about Kim's notes here, but it was this was so perfectly timed yesterday for me. So. I was talking to my wife, Lindsay. Mm -hmm. I don't know if Lindsay's watching, but hi, Lindsay. I, I was talking. To, I was talking to Lindsay yesterday. I said I, I'm meeting with Andy again, and we're we're talking about the word capable. And she sent me a picture in my text, and she was like, "Funny you should ask that, or funny you should say that." Uh, she was working from home yesterday, and she said, "I needed a notebook. I needed something to write down for a meeting that I had had." And I was flipping through Emmy's notebook. Emmy's my fifth grade, okay. fifth grade daughter. I was flipping through her fourth grade notebook and I turned to a page that said capable. Mm. It was just a big page that said <laughs> capable. And Emmy wrote down, when I feel stressed out because I can't solve a math problem or a word's too hard to spell, I know, I need to know that I'm capable 
even if it's hard. That's right. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's so funny that that, that, that happened to come up. But an 11 year old or a 10 year old at the time was thinking about being capable in a journal that she had had. And I thought that was really cool because, you know, we're going to fail. We're going to have challenges. We need to recognize that even though that happens, that setback, we experience that disappointment or frustration or, you know, fork in the road that we're still capable despite it. Yeah. The obstacles are, they're going to be there. It's never going to be, you know, back to your analogy of the sailboat. It's never going to be smooth sailing all the time. Yeah. Right. We should work. I do too. But you know what? Having... I do wish it it were, but when you think about it, there's a lot of growth that happens in the struggle. Yeah, if the journey you, is if you can embrace it, right? And I think that that when we face our challenges with positive mindset and with positive energy, we grow more than we do when we're just cruising right along without any yeah. any flare ups. Yeah, and that's. And, and I think that I think that's a mental perspective, though. And it's not it's easier said than done. I'm not doing it all the time, but I know I'm at my best when I am approaching it from that perspective. Yeah. Say, OK, this is a difficult situation. I'm not sure how I'm going to get through this. Lord, help me get through this, because I know when I do, I'm going to be a better person. Yeah. Because of this, I'm going to learn so much through this experience, whatever it is. And we have to approach it that way or it'll be a it'll be a wall that we'll never could never get over i mean if that i mean right so we're talking about setting goals we're talking about you know having intentions to try something new be somebody better or accomplish a certain task and if every single time we came up with a roadblock and it said all right did my best shot that's it i'm done i guess i guess i'm just not there right um that's just having the wrong the wrong mindset, you know, and nobody would move forward if we all did that every single day. It's easy to give up once we come across that that roadblock and it's, you know, what we're made of is is the result of how we react to that challenge and setback. Yes, so I think that there's, if there's, for me, and this is just me, but anything that anybody gets out of this discussion today, I think this piece might be the one of the most critical, if not, is you've got to understand challenges are going to come. What are you going to do when the challenges arise? How are you going to approach them? Are you going to see them as an opportunity to grow or are you going to see them as a burden? Right. And, and I encourage you to think about them as an opportunity to grow because if you do, you will. Right. And I think it's important once we get to the stage when, you know, when we've met with some challenge or some adversity, it's important to kind of hit the rewind button and go back to the very beginning and, you know, consider why you set out on this kind of journey in the first place and think about all the things that you or reflect on all the things that you already anticipated, you know, more than likely this challenge or this, you know, wall that you're, that you're standing up against. And it's funny, there's a wall right here behind us, right? So this brick wall that you run into more than likely you anticipated it already, right? Hopefully you have anticipated it already. So then you just need to go back to the very beginning and say, okay, well, I knew this was coming, you know, talk to the elephant, say, hello, you know, here we are and I'm ready for you. And here's how I'm going to get around. I like that. Okay. Last step or last piece of advice, I guess we'll call it is, the importance of practicing self-reflection. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I opened up with my try and, you know, fail again, fail better. We talked a little bit about that. Um, bat in a thousand is never the expectation. No. You know, nobody expects to go up to bat every single time if you're playing baseball and get a, get on base or get a home run every single time. Um, so you're going to have spots where you need to, to realign yourself. Mm -hmm. um, the expectation is really anything greater than zero. So you set out, you make yourself a, a goal, you do all the things that you need to do to, to hopefully accomplish that goal, and then you reflect. How did I do? Right. And that true self-reflection is important. Mm -hmm. And earlier on, we talked about how we're our own, our own worst enemy. And more than likely, we're going to knee-jerk reaction, right? To yeah. say, well, here's all the ways that I messed it up today. Yeah. Uh, or here's all, here's all the, the challenges I had or the reasons why I couldn't do it. No, you know, go back to being capable of doing it in the first place and be more positive about some of the positive things that you have done. Yeah. So whether you get there 100% or you get there 0%, have some time to be reflective on the journey that you took. Yeah, and, and don't be afraid to, to change course. It doesn't mean that you're changing the goal, but you might have to adjust a strategy. Yeah. You might have to go you know, take a little bit of a, a, a side road to get around a roadblock. Right. That finish line is pushed longer. out further. Yeah. But, you know, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. And the other thing that I would, I, I think is important while you're doing self-reflection, gather some of that feedback from that, that support group too, mm -hmm. so that it's not just singular, or at least look, think about some of the advice or, or the support that you've been given along the way. So it's not just your own, thoughts that you're mulling over. Yeah. Um, I think that's important too, is, is, is a part of self-reflection is don't make it all just about you, mm -hmm. but don't be afraid to make a change too. You don't have to keep beating your head up against the wall Yeah. because the wall may not move, but you might be able to get around it right. Through, right. through another strategy, exactly. or another and, opportunity. And just because you didn't, didn't meet your goal today, doesn't mean that you're not capable of resetting that expectation, re, right. you know, readjusting and evaluating, and you know, understanding what your expectations were when you when you started, and here we are today. It's it's okay to to remeasure. Yeah. It's okay to put that finish line out there a little bit further, but it's definitely not okay to say, "Well, I can't do it now." I guess I can't do it. Yeah. That. Yeah. Um, because exactly. if you were, you know, if you're on top of things, you're you're setting out that intention for some sort of profound thing in your life. Maybe you're missing something, you're trying to achieve a professional goal or a personal goal. Um, go back to it. Doesn't mean it's the wrong goal, right? It just means that things happen. The pathway may have to change a little bit. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, Doesn't change the, out, the outcome that you're trying to pursue. Just maybe you have to go about it a little bit differently. I think that's, I think that's really important. Yep. This has been good, man. Always good to see you. Yeah. It's always good to see you. Absolutely. I, appreciate I don't know if we need to get you yes. back out on the golf course next year. No, I don't, you know, that wasn't. <laughs> I'm looking forward yeah, to we it. Need, we need to get back out on right the golf now, course. Right now, I've got really to say. fix a shoulder and fix a, a nerve issue in my back that's causing me some fits. Well, I think you're capable. You're I am really capable. capable of, of, we're, we're capable of winning something. I'm working on it. I'm going to the doctor this afternoon for some more therapy. Well, so, yeah. Well yeah. I appreciate yeah. it. I look forward to spring. I look forward to summer. And, doing some of those things. I look forward to having you back on the show here. I yeah. appreciate your time. Today. I hope you'll invite me back. Yeah, I will. I'm happy to be I here. I will. Your insight and wisdom is important. And we thank you out there for joining us. And we look forward to seeing you here next time on our community.